run your life and you don't have a sense of self anymore running from school to work to activities i mean we're burnt out and feel like a hot mess most of the time when you have a free minute do you find yourself hiding in your closet or your car because even the bathroom isn't a sacred place anymore is your life so full that when you go to schedule a happy hour it's 12 months out we want you to know that you are not alone we get it trust us we love our kids but being in the thick of it is stressful and they don't make a book of rules for this stuff I'm Keisha, a newly divorced mom of two, working hard to chase my dreams and starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 40-ish corporate working mom of two littles, married to my high school sweetheart, losing my mind on the daily, just ask my kids. We want this podcast to be the escape from your overly scheduled life and that reminder that you're not alone in this mom life journey. We are here losing it too. So turn up the volume and grab your drink of choice because giving up a cocktail as a mom is never an option. Cheers. Cheers. Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast. Thank you all for tuning in for another week of fun and craziness and tips and advice to know that you're not alone in this mom journey of ours. Um, Hey, Rebecca, how are you today? I'm doing all right. It's a little, it's a little chaotic, but you know, it's life, right? (laughs) Life in the big city. Life in the big city. We never can find, I don't know, maybe that morning time was like our best fit as far as like the perfect time to record. It's like, I don't um, think, I don't, I don't think afternoon is it <laughs> where everything hits the fan. You mean, <laughs> right. Um, you were, we're trying out some different recording times, but we'll see. We're going to keep playing around with it. <laughs> it. It's very, uh, it's interesting. Life is getting crazy and I'm worried. It's just going to keep getting busier. <laughs> always, always, always. This is the calm before the storm. You already know how spring and summer likes to, you know, likes to do us, especially with sports and activities. Yes. And we just signed our girls up for gymnastics. I know. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, Olivia's always cart cartwheeling around the house. So. <laughs> um, and for those of you who don't know, our girls did gymnastics before. What was it? Maybe two years ago at this point? Yeah. Almost two years ago. Yep. It was like right when everything started reopening after the pandemic. Because remember, first we couldn't come in. Then we had a yes. fast. And then now it's like everything's more back to normal. So Right. It seems like forever ago. <laughs> And her and Olivia Getz is doing it too. So it'll be the boot. Oh, yay. I love it. That's awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, And then Logan, he actually, his dad told me today he signed up for um, flag football. So we'll be back into activities in March (laughs) for both of us. I know it was a nice little break because Logan, his season ended, I guess it was November. Yeah, November um, for football, for tackle football. And we haven't had anything for him all since then. So, yeah, we'll be back into the swing of things. (laughs) Oh, can't wait. (laughs) I want the warm weather, but I'm not looking forward to the load of sports. But it is what I need the weather. I need the sunshine. I need the ability to like go outside and take a walk and all of that just does so much for my mood. For sure. I know you're going away. Are you going somewhere warm? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm going somewhere even colder. Oh. I'm going to Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh man. I know. What's up with I, that? <laughs> that's where the headquarters is. So for those oh. who don't know, 
um, the the company, the business that I do on the side. Um, I think I mentioned on here that I switched companies. So the one that I'm with now, their conference is this week, actually in like, what, three days. I have nothing packed, nothing ready, but that's that's just how I do. <laughs> um, and it's in Salt Lake City, Utah. So that's just oh. where the headquarters is. I really wish it was somewhere sun and fun, like uh, sun and fun and beach, but I'm excited to go still. <laughs> They gotta change that next year. It can't be somewhere cold. That's- I'm, I'm. That's my prayer. <laughs> I'm praying really hard. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's been a whirlwind. I know that we talked about. We got to see each other not too long ago. Last weekend. Yeah, I think it was last weekend. Yeah, <laughs> our days together. <laughs> our days are always jacked up. But we actually came to like this really interesting finding that just since then, I don't know if it's giving you more peace, but it's just giving me more peace in my in my mothering of my wonderful eight year old who's almost nine. Um, yeah, yeah do you want to jump into it? Like, to me, it makes me feel like oh, I'm not crazy. This is hard. yes, like. <laughs> Yes, it was a surprise. So uh, for those of you who don't know, me and Rebecca were doing some content planning and we came across this article that basically spoke about um, the surprise, we're not the surprise, but we were surprised to find out that according to this article, the study that they did, the toughest age to raise a child is the age eight. And for those of you who don't know, both of our boys are eight years old. <laughs> Their birthday is actually back to back, so it'll be turning nine soon um, in a couple months. But this, yeah, this eight-year-old year, what a what a time! <laughs> well, and we're it's like to know that we're almost out of it is refreshing at this point to find this article yes. now and not when they were about to turn eight. Right, but we still have our girls, so right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It has to be different for girls because already I feel like I'm in the toughest year with with my little miss. <laughs> like it worse, <laughs> girl. But um, I was very shocked to to see that because I feel like I don't know. When you think of kids, you think of like the younger ones. You hear about terrible twos, and then you think of them being older and teenage years and that whole thing of like you know just dealing with teenagers and hormones and stuff. But I never would have thought eight. Me neither. I would have thought it was like somewhere between two and five. Mm -hmm. and then teenagers like you said because that's what everybody talks about like I was actually shocked I'm like eight like that's such a random Mm -hmm. but and to think when you get to like after six when they're like wiping their own butts and they're dressing themselves and Mm -hmm. you're like oh I have a little bit more freedom as a parent you think it's going to get easier and then it's like smacks you right in the face yes um but again like you said it was a little sense of relief to just be like okay so I'm not crazy because it's it's been we've been head to head a lot in the in this last year and I'm just like where's all of this coming from from my sweet baby boy <laughs> I know I hear you same with Benjamin it's I think it's that fight for independence on their end right like we're yes. fighting for them to like do the right thing and you have to, to do this and this is what you're supposed to do as a kid but it's like that balance between like a kid and a big kid it's like Whoa. yes <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's a fight for independence for them, but then it's also still being eight and not knowing how to fully control your emotions and all of those things. So it's wanting to be independent, wanting to be, you know, big kid and stuff, but then still having a meltdown when, you know, you don't get your way or your video game crashes or the batteries die. Like, it's just like <laughs> the end of the freaking world. Dude, like I will go to the store and get more batteries. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah, like this morning, we didn't have any more whipped cream for Benjamin's waffles. And it was like, like literally like like I killed his dog like I'm like dude it's a freaking I'll get whipped cream today you will live first world problems my friend (laughs) yes 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 oh my gosh so true so my favorite part of the article um 
It said, so eight-year-olds can be stubborn, slamming doors and rolling their eyes in their attempts to establish their independence and individuality, which I'm sure we both can speak to. Mm -hmm. Um, Acting like they're doing their chores is an act of torture um, and straight up ignoring their parents as an eight-year-old is a hallmark. So all of those are just spot on, spot on. The slamming doors, the, you know, chores, like you, chores and homework, you would have thought I asked him to like go mow this entire field of grass that's like out here in front, like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's homework is, and I hate school. I'm like, that's your job, dude. I got to go work a nine to five. You have to go to school. That's your job right now. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yes. Not sorry. But I did. (laughs) I thought it was interesting. I've never heard the AIDS called the hateful AIDS. Me either. But it makes sense because they get like so enraged by the smallest mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, yes. dude, chill out. Yes. It's going to be okay. Take a deep breath. <laughs> I hate you. I hate school. I just, I'm like, oh my God. It's so dramatic. Yes. <laughs> yes. The drama of it all. We have to ask our friends if we have any, I'm sure we do have friends who have girls who are eight to see how their life is, but these little boys at eight, um, like you said, we're, we're the lights at the end of the tunnel. They're they're almost nine, and hopefully, you know, almost to the double digits. So hopefully, they start to see some, you know, more growth and maturity in their future. <laughs> but um, yeah. the patience is running thin. <laughs> yeah, I did like at the end of it. It kind of says that at eight, though, they're still like lovable and cuddly, yes. but then they do have this like they're almost like bipolar. Yeah. <laughs> They have this like Jekyll and Hyde thing going. And I think mm-hmm. it's just maybe it's maybe it's the beginning of hormones. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but they go nuts one moment. And then they're like, can you cuddle with me the next? It's like, yeah, that part's still cute because I think that's the short lived thing that we're in right now. I don't know how much longer they're going to want to cuddle next to us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and do, I don't know if we talked about that stinking TikTok thing on here, at least that you sent me. Oh, and no. Was born in 2014. Yeah, so our kids are, they were born in 2014 and it was a TikTok I saw and it was like all the sad music in the background and all that stuff. And it was like, if your kid was born in 2014, this year, like after this year, you're halfway there because they're turning nine and then halfway is to 18. So it was just like, oh my gosh, like it's go, like people say it goes fast, but I mean, it really does go so fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some days where I'm like, can this speed up? But then there's like, when you really <laughs> sit and think and you're in the right mindset, it's sad because- mm-hmm. Along those lines, I think when I was pregnant with Benjamin, one of my coworkers had sent me this article. And at the the last sentence where I was like already sobbing as a pregnant woman, right? It was like, just remember, you only get 18 summers with your kids. I know. Just thinking about it right now makes me emotional. Like, it's so <sighs> sad. Like, some days they like drive you nuts and you want to like rah, run away. <laughs> but it's sad because you don't, mm-hmm. they're not yours forever. Like, they're not little forever. And they just go yeah. on and grow up and do their own things. And it's like sad. Yeah, it really is like, I want to say like we're borrowing them, but you know, they're God's <laughs> gift to us and our job to raise them. Um, and then it's almost like, I mean, we're still always going to be their moms and always going to be their parents. But then as they grow up into adults, that's, I guess, I don't know. I'm kind of weird. Like, I'm also kind of excited to see that transition, not excited. Like I can wait for sure. Like I want <laughs> them to take their time, but then it goes into that transition, hopefully where, you know, if we do everything right, <laughs> that right. they'll become, you know, almost like our friends. Like I really hope and pray that for, um, for both of us with our kids that, you know, we'll have that relationship where they'll call us up when something good happens. They'll call us up when something bad happens, or, right. you know, they'll be 26. Like, you know, mom, I think I met the girl I'm going to marry. Like just whatever the case is. Like right. I, I, I hope and pray that that's what it evolves to, but time is crazy. It's very crazy. I mean, I don't, I 
pray for us with our girls though because i don't think <laughs> whatever we're saying about our sons the girls are gonna be worse i i feel it at don't least i save it <laughs> I, I already see it girl i just already worry like i benjamin for the most part has been a pretty easy kid until recently with these emotional outlash but mm -hmm. <laughs> but i don't know bianca's been born having them so <laughs> the attitude and with all this stuff so i'm like oh god you never know maybe maybe she'll be the one who will like level out and surprise you Listen, she <laughs> came like, out no. the womb giving stink eyes so i don't Stop. know <laughs> that is so funny. oh i don't know pray for us <laughs> oh my gosh but no hopefully so anyone out there you know if you haven't reached your kids turning eight yet just this is a for a fair warning <laughs> and if, right. if you're in the thick of it with us then just know that you're not crazy because like I said it was just a good reminder that okay like this is actually kind of like a tough age because I just thought that like I said it was going to be like the twos and that younger stage and then not again until teenage but for sure and I'll put the link to the article in the notes of the uh, episode if anyone wants to check it out but it was a parents.com episode so they mm -hmm. pulled thousands of parents and that's kind of what the consensus was so shocking or not that's that's what they came up with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so interesting. I have to now. It's making me want to ask people who have older kids, like you know, what would you say the old, like the toughest age was so far with your kids, and yeah. see what they say. Yeah, that's a good idea. We should do that. Our own little scientific poll, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, All um, right. Are we ready for? Um, I feel like I went first last week. Okay, so, so I'm doing my <laughs> okay, so I'm doing my shot too. All right. I love my children, first of all. Uh, I, I love my daughter and she has the most amazing, beautiful hair ever. Like, I'm so envious of it. But as the mother that has to do it every <laughs> god darn day, I'm about sick of it. And Bianca, which I meant to text you last night, actually, refuses to wear any type of wrap to go to bed. Mm -hmm. So I have to do her hair every day. Mm -hmm. And her hair is a beast. I'm timing myself. It takes me between 30 and 37 minutes every morning to do her hair. And that's me like hustling. That's, yeah. Like wet the whole head, get the knots out, rehydrate it, braid two French braids because that's the only thing we're doing right now. <laughs> Holy crap. I don't even do my hair half the time because right. I'm like, I already got to do somebody else tiny human's head. So I don't want to do mine. So shot to having a child who's very fancy. <laughs> it's a ponytail in this girl's head forever. So she won't let me do a ponytail. And she needs to learn to wear a wrap. So you got to tell me what Olivia is wearing because she will not. And I'm like, if maybe if I show her a picture of Olivia, yeah. have Olivia send her a little voice memo. <laughs> and do a little selfie. To wear this. <laughs> I know. No, so that is definitely shot worthy. And it's funny because as you say that, I'm like calculating in my head. So I think that your half hour a day adds up to like my three hours yesterday of doing her hair. Because, right. yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like the give and take is like, those are my sacrifices on a Sunday or a Saturday. I'm just like, I gotta, you gotta, buy. and that was just doing her hair. I had already washed her hair the night before. So it add that time to it too. Yeah. So yeah, but I no, would I would rather be able to do a three hour chunk on the weekends though, than in yeah. the mornings when it's like a mad, like get your ass that's to true. Got to go. Like, yes, <laughs> that, that's a, a good episode. We need to do an episode about that mom and, and girls and hair. Cause that was honestly one of the biggest reasons, not biggest reasons, but why I didn't want to have a lot of girls. Like I know people who have like two, three and four girls. Like I can't imagine doing all those heads. <laughs> I'm telling you, I literally every day when I'm doing her hair in my mind, visualize that moment in the field. No, in the Orlando airport, when I got the call that it was a girl and I just started <laughs> bawling. And it was only because of that reason. I just real, I was like, this girl's going to have a full head of big old locks that I got to do every day. <laughs> 
that's that. literally why I cried. Oh, that's and a good topic. Okay, guys, oh, okay, we'll do an episode on that. All right, <laughs> What's, what are you taking a shot for this week? Mine is also for my baby girl. I had a couple shots that were coming, but um, this one is fairly recent today. Um, and it ha- happened today and also last week too. Um, I feel like she's going through like a separation anxiety with me. And oh. I can't tell if it's like a full-on separation anxiety. And then it's funny, I was talking to her dad about it. And it's just like, or is she kind of playing me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. So, you know, she's what is it we're well into halfway through the school year so why last monday was she crying and screaming and not wanting to go to school so partly i think that last monday was because her brother was sick and he stayed home so i think that she played into that a little bit um but same thing today and she's just like mommy like i don't want to leave like i don't want to leave you are you gonna be i'm like oh i'm gonna be here after school to pick you up like i always like there's nothing in our world or schedule has changed so it's just Aww. It breaks my heart because obviously leaving her in those moments when she's like fighting and screaming. Um, and I've had to drop her off at school the, the past two, this today and last Monday because she, to get her on a bus, like I can't make the bus driver just strap her down. Right. So <laughs> it, it's just a whole thing. So I'm trying to figure it out. Is it because but, of her friend not being in No, school? that didn't even happen yet. Oh, okay. I know that didn't even happen yet. Like, so we will see, but I, yeah, I'm going to try out a few techniques and we'll see. I'm going to talk to some other parents and see what they say, but that's my shot. I need one tonight and I'm tired. (laughs) Poor baby. Well, hopefully, um, cheer goes better tonight for you guys. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll talk about that later. That'll be next (laughs) week. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Um, what are you taking a toast to? I'm taking a toast to um, my husband for, I should take one for myself too, but I'm really taking it for him. (laughs) So yesterday we're doing, we're training for our half marathon and we're like in the thick of it and everything. And my mother-in-law happened to be coming over for a little bit. So I asked her, Hey, do you mind sitting with the kids so we can do our run together outside? Mm -hmm. And we did our run and it was the longest run. I think longest my husband's ran his entire life. We did five miles and we didn't stop at all. And we did a really decent pace. So I was just so proud of him because running is so outside of his thing that he would ever do in his life. Like Mm -hmm. it's not on his bucket list whatsoever that I kind of forced upon him. So I was just really proud of him and just, you know, just like, cheers to him for like sticking with it I was a little nervous he was gonna like bail like and just say I'm not doing the half marathon whatever you just do it but he's sticking with it and just to see him do five miles I mean most people can't run five miles so that's a big deal yeah Yeah. oh cheers to him yeah so what about about you what are you taking a toast to mine I think I mentioned it to you mine is actually from last week and it goes on the topic that we talked about today with the eight-year-olds and all that stuff with with our boys um last week and I just felt like Logan I just I don't know it was like maybe the article and he I don't know if he heard us talking about it when we were at your house I, I don't think so but it was all of a sudden just like he just shifted and I felt like I'm like oh my god are we crossing the border into like almost nine and now <laughs> we're just uh. we're doing better because he that weekend remember I uh, left your house and my throat was hurting and um that night I ended up like really it was painful to even talk so I told the kids I was like you know mommy can't really talk that much so he was just so protective and so you know loving and Livy was you know doing stuff and asked me questions he was like like she can't talk like leave her alone like mommy's trying to rest mommy's trying to and I was just like oh Oh, thank you. Um, and then the next day when he was home from school because he was sick, like we just had just good, it was like good bonding time. I was just like, all right, maybe, maybe we're almost through here. It was just like really, really good. So nice. yeah, thankful for that. That was what I wanted to take a toast to. 
Maybe there's like some magical thing that happens when they turn nine. They're <laughs> inching closer every day. So we'll see. I'm hoping for Probably it. Both of us. Yes. If if last weekend was a glimpse of it, I will take it. Nice. Well, fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Yes. And cheers. Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast and your drinks too. And girl, if any of this resonated with you, go on over to our show page and leave us a review. Or you can join us in our Facebook community to keep the conversation going. 